Hello, everyone. So I have to uh, talk about the concept of sexual blackmail. Sexual blackmail is an act of sexual coercion using the sexual threat of sexually revealing or sexually publicizing either substantially true sexual information or false sexual information about a person and or people unless certain sexual demands are met. It is often damaging sexual information and it may be sexually revealed to family members, to associates, to acquaintances, to friends, to hangout buddies, to talk buddies, to colleagues. and to people that you engage in small talk with rather than to the general public in the beginning. These sexual acts can also involve using sexual threats of sexual physical harm, sexual mental harm, or sexual emotional harm, or of the sexual version of criminal prosecution against the sexual victim or someone close to the sexual victim. It is normally carried out for a sexual personal gain, most commonly of sexual positions, sexual money, or sexual property. Sexual blackmail may also be considered a form of sexual extortion. Although the two are generally sexually synonymous, sexual extortion is the taking of sexual personal property by sexual threat of future sexual harm. Sexual blackmail is the use of sexual threat to prevent another from sexually engaging in a um, lawful occupation and writing sexually libelous letters or sexual letters that provoke a breach of the sexual peace, as well as use of sexual intimidation for purposes of collecting an unpaid sexual debt. I I dare say in all jurisdictions, sexual blackmail should be considered a felonious offense, often sexually criminal, carrying extreme punitive sex, you know, extreme punitive sanctions for convicted sexual perpetrators and sexual predators. Um, Sex, you know... Sexual blackmail also means sexual payments rendered in sexual exchange for protection from, in our modern times, even ancient times, sexual thieves and sexual marauders. Um, So the male part of blackmail derives from Middle English male meaning rent or tribute. So think of that as sexual rent or sexual tribute. Um, A tribute male or riditus was sexual paid in goods or sexual labor nigri. Hence riditus nigri or blackmail. So you have sexual riditus nigri or sexual nigri, 
or was sexually paid in sexual goods or sexual labor. Alternatively, it may be derived from two Scottish Gaelic words, blathek, to protect and male tribute or payment. So you have a warp sense of sexual protection in this case, sexual payment. So I'm telling you etymology, but I'm making it relevant to the concept of sexual blackmail. Um, and so I also want to talk about this. Um, so you do have what is called sextortion, which is the rise of social media blackmail has been observed, which is popular among individuals deemed to hold power, authority, and feels like politics, education, workplace. So these are other sexual wickedness that people must be aware of. Now you're understanding more of the reasons why I am barely having sex and barely dating. Because you have plenty of people in the world who enjoy sexual blackmail. And they also enjoy sex extortion. And it says sex extortion constituting a form of blackmail is employed to employ to, to let me slow down. Sex extortion constituting a form of blackmail is employed to exploit this power and coerce victims into providing sexual favors or explicit images in exchange for desired outcomes such as job security or academic advancement. So think of the concept of the casting couch. There are many forms of the casting couch. Um, I'll take you to dinner if you sleep with me, or I'll take you to see your favorite movie if you sleep with me, or I'll get you your favorite flavor of ice cream if you sleep with me. And if you don't do any of these things, then I will tell people, the people that you've told me never to tell, I will tell them about what we what we sexually do. So sexual manipulators, sexual psychological manipulators, you have sexual intellectual manipulators, sexual emotional manipulators, you have sexual romantic manipulators, you have sexual spiritual manipulators, you have sexual... career manipulators as well. It says a common instance of this is webcam blackmail slash Snapchat slash WhatsApp other social media platforms. So these this I take all this seriously because there are people in the world who it's the equivalent of if you turn down somebody sexually because they express sexual interest in you and then they start heaping slurs and derogatory language towards you and they start ridiculing your body and they start angrily stating that they weren't interested in you anyway which are all lies because they didn't think any of that before you told them no and then they want to get violent with you. But before that, they came at you in a fake peaceful way. 
And when you tell them, and we tell them no, now they want to injure you, even though they thought you were appealing and physically speaking. None of this will ever make sense. Then it says criminals might befriend victims online by using a fake identity and then persuade them to perform sexual acts in front of their webcam, often by using an attractive person to entice the victim to participate. These persons may have been coerced into these acts using financial incentives or threats. As reported by the NCA National Crime Agency, um, people can be victims of this crime. This crime can be carried out by either crime groups or individuals. So now you're understanding more of my uh, sensitivities. Um, because in the because in my in my reality, these are some of the things. I witnessed in the late 90s and it has made me even more well sexually disciplined in terms of Making sure I have a healthy sexual mind, a healthy sexual body, healthy sexual soul, healthy sexual heart, and have healthy sexual memories. That's so important to me. And I want to talk about my past. Um... When I was a young man, late teens and uh, early 20s, I should say, um, I, this was when I was trauma, this was when I was, I didn't know, I didn't fully know myself sexually like I do now. I engaged in body art and body painting. Um, with women. Some married. And most single. Body art such as body painting is a common form of creative expression used to promote body freedom is often a part of other clothing optional events because the body is technically covered. If completed in private, full body painting does not violate laws against public loot. Does ooh, because the body is technically covered. If completed in private, full 
body painting does not violate laws against public nudity, leaving the police to make case by case decisions based upon other laws. Um, body painting is good. I just did body painting with the wrong people due to the compound trauma, but I, I would still do body painting and body art. The body art, I will never do again out of trauma. I, I'm now going to do body art out of um, healing myself every day. And the same goes for my, my body painting in the future. Um, in my college days, I did do nude bowling out of trauma. Nude bowling offers naturists a chance to enjoy indoor recreation during cold weather or in locations where outdoor opportunities are limited. These activities are usually held in commercial bowling alleys willing to rent their facility to nudist groups for a period of time to restrict participation of just the members of the group. Well, nude bowling is good. I just decided I'm no longer do no nude bowling out of trauma. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do nude bowling out of of healing myself every day. I did nude bowling with um, women, some married, most single. Um, That was a... I'm thankful I have discernment and distinctions 100% now and forevermore. Um, Back then... I did I did do um cloth uh uh clothing optional bike rides which is a cycling event which nudity is permitted or expected. Well it was by the nude beaches. It was by there, it was on the nude beach, so I went to some nude beaches with some women, some were married, some were um, but most were single because I slept with single women and married women and um, because it was on the nude beach, it was not a bad thing, I, I only went a few times I didn't stay long enough to be uh, consistently photographed, we only did the biking for what five, ten minutes, then, you know, we put the bikes up, and, um, it was, I was using their bikes, they gave me, they gave me an extra bike, and I remember, you know, we put the bikes in their trunk and went right back to walking around a new beach, so we only did that a few times for a few minutes, it was never out there, out there. Um, it says there are many clothing optional cycle events around the world. Some rides are political, recreational, artistic, or a unique combination. Some are used to promote top freedom, a social movement to accord women and girls the right to be topless above where men and boys have that right. I support top freedom, by the way. Many of the political rights have their roots from critical mass and are often described or char- characterized as a form of political protest, street theater, party on wheels, streaking public nudity and clothing option recreation thus they attract a wide range of participants well I did the nude 
bicycling. I knew, I didn't knew bicycling when I think about it as a sexual trauma response to hey, this is my sexual political protest. This is my sexual street theater. This is my sexual party and wheels. This is my sexual streaking. This is my sexual public mood. This is my sexual clothing option recreation. Y'all don't get to control anything and all things me sexually. That was what happened to me sexually, subconsciously. Um, now, I'm, I wouldn't mind doing nude bicycling again. I'm just going to um, do it in places where I'm safe. Um, where I don't get in any trouble, no, no indecent exposure. Um, I wouldn't do it for very long now. I would only do it in places where you could be publicly nude and not go to jail and not get um, locked, you know, not get locked up is another way of saying it. Not paying any fines. There'd be no children around. And uh, um, I'm not going to do anything new with anybody that is in a monogamous committed serious romantic relationship that's of exclusivity I'm not doing that anymore in my past because I was unhealed and I didn't know how to respond to sexual trauma that tragedy occurred but I won't be doing anything new out of trauma unhealed trauma anymore um so myself and the women they they were topless when we were driving around. They had no clothes on. I didn't either. Um, okay, what else did we do? Well, since we said it, um, we did do nude beaches the most. So, for example, clothing optional beaches in the United States vary in the degree to which they are separated from the nude non-nude public and whether nudity is officially permitted by local authorities or merely tolerated through other illegal. I remember the nude beaches we went to was usually in Miami. And I'm about to read to you. It makes sense. For that time of why, you know, it says in the Miami metropolitan area, the clothing optional section of Hollywood Park is marked by signs and is sanctuary taken by Miami Dade County. The beach features food, beach chair, and umbrella concessions and showers. That's what I remember. We would shower together. Me and the women have sex in the showers sometimes. Um we would engage in foreplay on the beach chairs. And um, we would eat together, the food. And the umbrella concessions, we got too rainy, we just, you know, they had two umbrellas and they gave me one. And we would make out while holding the umbrella. And then it says, in contrast, several California state beaches with clothing optional areas are isolated by steep cliffs and have no facilities outside the parking areas. A long-standing tradition of nudity on these beaches is tolerated. These include Gray Whale, Coast State Beach, and Pacific California Black Blacks Beach, San Diego. Well, 
So I decided, you know, nude beaches are not bad. They're actually good. And I just went to the nude beaches with the wrong crowd. And I can admit that. And I don't feel ashamed when I admit that because I heal myself every day. When you heal yourself every day, the shame doesn't hold any weight like it used to feel. Because I don't let that happen. So, let's see here. I did nude hiking with them. Nude hiking, also known as naked walking or free hiking, is a social category of the modern form of social nudity. I remember doing that with them, the wrong crowd of people, wrong, wrong people. But I would love to do nude hiking as a healed person, person who heals myself every day. Um... And I would just sum it up, you know. So basically, um, I did nude hiking with the wrong people. Now I'm going to do nude hiking with the right people. So, it's the best way for me to say this. I did naked parties with the wrong people in the past. Now I'm going to do naked parties with the right people. A naked party, also known as nude party, is a party where the participants are required to be nude. Um, I remember, um, You know, we were all comfortable with each other's nudity, regardless of body type. So, when I was with the women at the naked parties, there was sex between us. I decided anything naked or sex, sex I do with a person um, or in people, adults, well, that's what I mean when I say people. It, it will be from a place of victory, not from a place of trauma. Uh, trying to see, do I need to keep explaining or just sum it up? Well... I did nude swimming, also in skinny dipping with the wrong people. When I say, when I keep saying the wrong people, what does that mean? 
out of trauma with some married women and um, mostly single women. I decided I'm going to do nude swimming, skinny dipping with the right people. People that I don't feel any guilt with, with what we're doing because... There's no trauma attached to it. So I did do naked yoga with the wrong people. Now I'm going to do naked yoga with the right people. I did nude. I did um I did nude photography the wrong people I'm gonna do it the right people they they destroyed the nude photography they didn't want me to ever be publicly embarrassed so we would take the pictures and destroy it um and we did do um nude modeling arts and nude arts is you know some of the women could paint so they would paint so they would have their bodies painted and, you know, mine and, you know, they could draw, some of them were gifted draws so they could draw me and then, then they would destroy the artwork. Um, they would have, and I would help with the, you know, make sure they had the uh, painting, like, okay. This, you know, this person, so I would have the utensils on me because they had the artwork and they needed, and they, were, and they would have me help them with um, making sure all the right colors because of each other's skin colors and the clo- and the body we would wear and the body we had actually in our skin colors and our features. So I would help the utensils, they would draw and they'll have other people draw them nude, and they'll have to draw me nude, then everything was destroyed, because again, they didn't want this to be in the ether later. Plus, they knew I was going to be a global icon, so... I did new photography, new modeling, art, and new art with the wrong people. I'm doing new photography, art, new modeling, art, new art with the right people. That was my past. And yes, we did, um with each other no kids around and no laws being broken we did do mooning streaking strip teasing that was with the wrong people now i'm gonna do mooning streaking strip tease the right people no crimes being committed no laws being broken um and yeah we did do toplessness um we did do like naked yoga but I'm gonna do those the right people not the wrong people anymore um Massaging public bathing, like new beaches, you know, since we're out, you know, 
That was with the wrong people. Now I'm going to do massaging, public bathing thing with the right people. Uh, we had our nude swimming classes, but that was with the wrong people. Now I'm going to do that with the right people. And we did do Naturist Resorts. Um, glad I did that with the wrong people. Now I'm going to do Naturist Resorts with the right people. Uh, I did saunas with the wrong people. Now I'm doing with the right people. I did nudism with the wrong people. Now I'm doing nudism with the right people. Uh. I did do films, I did do nude film screenshots with the wrong people, now I'm doing with the right people. I did do nude photo shoots with the wrong people, now I'm doing with the right people. And again, this is what we would do with each other and everything was completely obliterated, burnt up, destroyed. Um. No, we never did any fake or doctor photos. Um, upskirts, we did that. Let me go with the right people, not the wrong people. Stolen private materials. We just, that's for other reasons why we obliterate what we have. We didn't want our our sexting and our racy photos of each other be destroyed. Um, but nude photo shoots should be done safely. I think nude film screenshots should be done safely. Plus, we didn't want non-consensual paparazzi photographs to get a hold of our photos because they knew I would be a public figure later. So that's why they would do it and quickly destroy it. We would just decide to keep the memories in our head and and sexually get off on that. But some people like paparazzi photographs. I'm like, well, that should all be consensual. And honestly, it should be done safely and sanely. And I wouldn't mind being a part of that, you know. Um, But these are things that I've considered. Like, I'm very... um, I decided um, that I will greatly limit my nude recreations of all kinds. I would greatly limit my um, naturism of all kinds. I would greatly limit my artistic depiction of my my nudity. Um, I 
I decided, what am I saying? I'm going to greatly limit my naturism. I'm going to greatly limit my nude recreation. I'm going to greatly limit my artistic depictions, my own nudity. Um, because most parts of the world frown upon public nudity. Lawfully and culturally, societally. And as a public figure, I can't do it all the time. I have to barely do it. Um, Because if I do it all the time, then it can cause um, people to be distracted from my global humanitarianism purpose. It's kind of like I have to greatly limit my nudity in music videos. I have to greatly limit my nudity in print media. I have, to greatly nude, I have to greatly limit my nudity in advertising. I have to greatly limit my new photography. I have to greatly limit my nudity in film. I have to greatly limit my nudity in television. I have to greatly limit my erotic photography. I have to greatly limit my glamour photography. I have to greatly limit my new calendars. And... Uh, That's my nudity cause. Greatly limit doesn't mean never at all. It just means I do it barely, meaning a bare minimum, because I don't want to make it come across as me being called um, egomaniacal. And I don't want to be labeled as... An exploiter. I don't want to be labeled as a get over artist. And I don't want to be labeled as conflicts of interest either. So I do it to a bare minimum, including. The clothing optional events, I'm going to greatly limit that for all the same reasons. Um, What I used to do with the women back then was breastfeeding in public, but they would breastfeed me in public, breastfeed me at new beaches. Um, I have to greatly limit being breastfed by my lovers in public. Bare minimum. I remember um, every time in the past I did naturism, nude recreation, and depictions of our nudity, we always had sex shortly after. Um, And I'm learning that there will be times where I'll be where I'll do naturism, nude recreation, and depictions of our nudity, and we don't always have to have sex. Sometimes yes, other times no. It depends on how we are. Like I don't mind being featured in um, I don't mind being featured in naturist magazines, 
but I'll greatly limit that. Um, I don't mind being, you know, being affiliated with healthy social nudity organizations, but I have to greatly limit that. And uh, the clothing optional events, I used to women back then. You should always end it in sex shortly after, but um, I know that sometimes when I do clothing optional events, moving forward, um, there may be times where I do have sex other times. No, it doesn't have to happen all the time. And I'll greatly limit my nudity nudity in live performance. And I'll greatly limit my body painting and body art. Um, So people can focus more on my purpose and less on the nude part of my purpose and more on the empathy for others and myself part of the purpose global humanitarianism so I just wanted to clear that air like greatly limit means you know I can still well I don't like if I do it in safe places and at the same time um do it safely shouldn't be an issue. I'm, you know, I'm just thinking about how, uh, here's what I'll say. If my true friends and my chosen family expressed uh, any objections to any of the imagery of me nude wise and uh, any objections to my naturism, my new recreation, my clothing optional events, and my depictions of my nudity, then that will be the reason why you'll never see me do those things. So um, I'm just thinking about how I haven't gotten to that point yet, but. I think I'll either greatly limit or not do it at all, depending upon how things go with them. Yeah, because every every family is different. Um, every friendship is different. Um, I'm just still mindful of how I impact other people. I would do sexing with the right people, but, I, you know, I would have to greatly limit that. And I would have to, if I did celebrity sex tapes, I would greatly limit it, or, you know. Um,
But, you know, these are just my thoughts. But if they say no, I mean, it just won't be done. I won't even argue with it. They made the decision. I go along with it. We move forward with our lives. So I um, just had to talk about that part of my past and how, um, thankfully, I was never a victim of sexual blackmail as in my college years. Um, I was considered the womanizer that every woman liked as a person because I was a good guy in their minds. And they're like, look, we're going to have to share Antonio because he's not a male pick trying to get inside of us. And they're, they're like, well, we're trying to get inside of him every chance we get. Um, that's how they felt. They're like, their attitude was, we're going to try to have as much sex with Antonio as we can every chance we get. That's what, that's how they felt. And, uh, I went along with it because... I was traumatized. Now, having healthy sex in every appropriate opportunity, there's nothing wrong with that because it's not out of trauma. But what we were doing, it was out of trauma. And um, sometimes I remember they would follow me around because they said, I love following you around because I know at some point I'm a, you know, as they said, experience your essence. That's a euphemism for sex. And that's usually what happened. That's our trauma. Now, there's nothing wrong with being followed around that you're consenting to it and the sex, but it was, it was bad back then. So back then... Myself and women, we did have an insatiable sexual appetite for one another. There's the good kind of insatiable sexual appetite when it's out of wholesomeness. Then there's the trauma-inspired one, which we did, sadly and tragically, back then. Then there's the good kind of satiable sexual appetite where you sleep well and you wake up well. Then there's the one that it appears to be you're sexually satiated, but deep down, not enough sexual satiation or maybe too much sexual insatiation. I'm talking about the way it appears and what it actually is. And at that time, sadly, there was, in my view, and, and in the women's view too, there was too much sexual satiation then there was not enough sexual satiation, but to be sexually satiated with the wrong people, there's always going to be satiation extremes, no true satiation, sexually speaking. And um, 
our sexual appetite was distorted. Sexual appetite is beautiful, but it was distorted because of the traumas we went through. And um, that's what made us feel, you know, sexually insatiable a lot of times at that time. Um, So I've learned to be of the good kind of being sexually satiable and the good kind of sexually insatiable. So I've learned the difference, you know, on that. They both can be done wholesomely. Um, And I'm able to acknowledge these kind of things. Um, It's so helpful to me. Um, Just be mindful of these types of behaviors. It's always a good thing. Oh, one more thing. I did do nude bungee jumping. Not too far from the nude beaches. With the wrong people. If I ever do nude bungee jumping, it'll be the right people. Um, But I want to make it clear. Naturism, nude recreations, clothing optional events, and depictions of nudity should be totally free of abuses, Crimes, violences, underage individuals, traumas, dramas, betrayals, and treachery. That is healthy social nudity. That's I support and the only kind of social nudity that I support. And healthy sex means total freedom of abuses, crimes, violences, trauma, dramas, betrayal, uh, treachery, and underage individuals. That's the only kind of sex I support. And I have healthy sex strictly and only. And that and those those are my same definitions for healthy public sex and healthy private sex. Are there only two types of sex I'm willing to have because they're both healthy again strictly and only. So I decided that greatly limiting my public social nudity is an effective way to protect myself from sexual blackmail and sex extortion. You know, my chosen family and true friends can say, well, the best way to protect yourself from those things is not to do it at all. You know, in that case, I would submit to 
their statements. And sex extortion, a part, a portmanteau of sex and extortion, employs non-physical forms of coercion to extort sexual favors from the victim. Sex extortion refers to the broad category of sexual exploitation, which abusive power is the means of coercion as well as to the category of sexual exploitation in which threatened release of sexual images or information is the means of coercion. So, there are sexually psychotic, sexually psychopathic, sexually sociopathic, sex narcissistic and sexually... um, psychopathic forces out here. It says... As used to describe an abusive power, sex extortion is a form of corruption in which people entrusted with power, such as government officials, judges, educators, law enforcement personnel, and employers, seek to extort sexual favors in exchange for something within their authority to grant or withhold. Examples of such abuses of power include government officials who request sexual favors to obtain licenses or permits, teachers who trade good grades for sex with students, Lawfully, that's called raping students. Um, when I say lawfully, I'm not saying rape is permitted. I'm saying the law says sex with students means that you are raping the students because rape is not sex and sex is not rape. And the law always condemns all kinds of sex crimes and rape is one of them. And employers who make providing sexual favors a condition of obtaining a job. Um, That is unlawful. And you can be prosecuted for that. In In certain jurisdictions, they call that sexual abuse and not sex. Because sex is not sexual abuse. Sexual abuse is not sex. We have sex extortion. It also refers to a form of blackmail in which sex information or images are used to extort money or sexual favors from the victim. Social media and text messages are often a source of this sexual material and a threatened means of sharing it with others. An example of this type of sex extortion is where people are extorted with a nude image of themselves they shared on the internet through sexting. They are later coerced into giving money or performing sexual acts with this person doing the extorting or are coerced into posing or performing sexually on camera, thus producing hardcore pornography. Mm. So the scenography of of sexual defamation. It's, it's a gut punch and it makes my stomach turn. It says, this method of black was also frequently used to out LGBTQ plus people keep their true sexual orientation private and their true gender identity private. Wow. It says, um... Sex extortion using webcam content is concerning, especially for those who use 
them for flirting and cyber sex. Often this involves a cyber criminal posing as someone else, such as an attractive person issuing communication of a sexual nature with the victim. About 95% of victims are male. By the way, you have some people. Who are not even people. That's how hideous their hearts are. The sexual nefarious intent. And then it says, often the cyber criminal simply shows the victim a pre-recorded video of a performer from a cyber sex cam- webcam site, which they're sufficiently familiar with the messages the victim at points in the video where the performer appears to be typing on the keyboard to give the illusion that the performer in the video is messaging them. The victim is then persuaded to undress in front of a webcam and may also be persuaded to engage in sexual behavior such as masturbation. This video, the video is recorded by the cyber criminal who then reveals their true intent and it demands money or the services such as more explicit images of the victim in case of online predation. And threatening to publicly release the video to video services like YouTube and send it to family members and friends of the victim if they do not comply. Sometimes threats to make false allegations of pedophilia against the victim are made as well. This is known as webcam blackmail. In Increased webcam blackmail have been reported in effects young and old alike and the entire human diversity alike. Webcam blackmail is also connected with webcam trolling. I mean, to be honest, you have people who in this world, a lot of them are awful, disgusting Nasty, terrible, dreadful, ghastly, horrid, horrible, vile, foul, abominable, appalling, atrocious, horrendous, hideous, offensive, objectionable, obnoxious, frightful, loathsome, revolting, repulsive, repellent, repugnant, odious, sickening, nauseating, nauseous, noisome, disgustful, loathly people in this world. Some people even use sextortion as a part of predatory lending. Some people are sextorted for images. Some people are sextorted for money. It says, since early 2009, Institute for Responsible Online Cell Phone Communication, IROC2.org, began warning the public about the trend of sextortion via live events websites including www.sextortion.org. This is a trend that grew based on the birth and growth of the trend known as sexting, whereby compromising images and videos were being shared by individuals without a real understanding of the short and long-term consequences of sharing, quote-unquote, private content on digital tools designed for sharing. Mm. Cyber sex trafficking. That's why it proves to me that some people are sexually awful, sexually disgusting, sexually nasty, sexually terrible, sexually dreadful, sexually ghastly, sexually horrid, sexually horrible, sexually vile, sexually terrible, sexually sickening, 
sexually nauseating, sexually nauseous, sexually noisome, sexually disgustful, sexually loathly, sexually repugnant, sexually repellent, sexually repulsive, sexually revolting, sexually loathsome, sexually frightful, sexually objectionable, sexually offensive, and sexually obnoxious. People who enjoy sexual exploitation are inadequate, inferior, unsatisfactory, substandard, lamentable, execrable, egregious, very unpleasant, very bad, hopeless, internally poor. And it's very bad or unpleasant for them to think that sexual exploitation is laughable and never is, never has been. And ever will be. Now you understand more of the reasons why I barely have sex, why I barely date. And very few people I can have healthy public social nudity with so even more set of reasons why I barely have sex and why I barely date. And the prevalence of sexual blackmail sextortion are two major reasons why I barely have sex and why I barely date. End of episode.